The Money Show. Ad feature with Andy Rice. So Andy Rice, pay off lines. Ah. Sometimes they work incredibly well. Sometimes they last for years, sometimes decades. Sometimes they feel like they've been around forever. But do you have to have a payoff line? Is it one of those things that has to happen at all costs? Well, Bruce, that's the point, really, of of, uh, putting it under the talking points this week. I think that people assume, and particularly the non-marketing people in in a company, assume that you need a payoff line to kind of wrap it up to be the signature at the end of the communication. But that attitude generates along the way all sorts of completely anodyne and pathetic uh, payoff lines. And I have a much stronger view which says if you can't make them work for you, for your brand, for the campaign, then don't have one at all. It's not the end of the world, particularly when you look at some of the payoff lines that that people um, have invested in. We've spoken about these before. The really strong ones would be um, like Audi, Vorsprung, Durch, Technik, uh, or Nike, Just Do It, or De Beers, A Diamond Is Forever. Really, if it doesn't, if it doesn't, I do one of the following, either summarizing the proposition, being distinctive, being memorable, aiding relevant communication, uh, and is more than a distracting afterthought, then um, you can certainly justify it. But I think that the, um, the more common uh, uh, approach is to say we have to have one let's see what we can do let's let's take any three words we can find and make a payoff line out of it and you end up that way with um, simpler better faster we are you the future today today tomorrow together bland 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 and i don't think that there's any reason why a client shouldn't say that you can't come up with a payoff line that amplifies successfully the proposition then don't worry just uh, refund us a bit of money and we'll uh, we'll live without it. Yeah, but it, it, I, again, I don't know if, if CEOs are addicted to this. Our competitors have got payoff lines. We better have a payoff line. Come up with something wonderful. Yeah. Well, I think that's exactly what happens. I think it is the CEOs. I think that the um, marketing director or the brand officer, whatever they call them these days, uh, in a in a in a quiet and secluded corner would agree that you don't necessarily have to have a payoff line. And the one that the brand has got at the moment was chosen by the the chairman's wife over golf. You know, and, and this kind of thing is is just the wrong way round. Or the chairman's husband over golf. Either one. Um, <laughs> MTN's done a rebrand, and it looks like they've done what everybody else has done over the years: uh, taken the colour, taken the flounce, taken the uh, pizzazz out of the brand, and given us three letters of M and then there's a T and then an N um, and like PWC and others who have uh, simplified their brand identities over many years MTN has gone that same route yeah it surprises me a bit because there's been no great pre-launch kerfuffle in the media no no barrage of, of uh, media releases um, it's just some people have spotted that the logo outside their, their head office uh, has this new look, which is not that new, to be honest. But um, the good thing is, from my perspective, is that rather annoying and irritating font that they used. Uh, they created, I, I suspect, for MTN with the, I think they call it descenders, the, the, the parts of the letter that, that come below the line, looking like they've been chopped off and, and uh, quite difficult to read at times with certain words. So I think it's an improvement in one sense to go to a straightforward um, sans-serif um, uh, logo, uh, all uppercase, less, still broadly yellow, but fewer 
variations and, and uh, textures. And now it's just a simple, almost two-dimensional uh, brand image, which uh, has moved on from everywhere you go to yellow, which is a, a, obviously a creative line they, or creative word they have been using for quite some time. But yeah, well, I think we're, we, you, you do ask the obvious question, particularly if you have an MTN account, would be why are you going to spend what I suspect will be a six-figure sum on all of the... Uh, brand uh, places that, that, that MTN as a logo appears from retail to uh, to television commercials to um, print advertising to wherever. I mean, the, the cost and, and the logistics are quite enormous. And let's go to Heroes and Zeros. Let's kick off with your zero this evening. This is a one-time favourite of yours, Andy. Well, it, they do may, remain a one-time favourite when they get it right. So I'm talking now about Wimpy, the kind of original um, uh, fast food casual dining brand in South Africa. A great part of the South African landscape, really. Um, a great brand. And if you think about some of the commercials we've, we've covered uh, over the years, um, the one uh, that stands out particularly is the one about um, all of the different uh, uh, coffees that they sell, um, and with the, uh, the the guy whispering uh, names of coffees into his beloved's ear, and uh, she Smart says, God. "I love it when you talk foreign." <laughs> so, I mean, that's a very memorable one. As was the uh, the breakfast one for for Wimpy using the Johnny Clegg song "Impy." I think people were humming that to work. So they've had they've had some good hero type stuff in the past, but I just think that the campaign that's been running for a few months now, which is built around kind of cultural misunderstanding. We appear to have a rather dorkish guy and his delightful uh, girlfriend. He's white, she's black. Um, and what the, the whole ad is based around the, you know, the, the, the misunderstanding that can take place um, if you're not familiar with the cultures. And there are a couple of examples of it. One, I don't I, one, and uh, I have to, I, again, you're the purist here, Andy, but I, it, it tickled me pink to have the white guy arriving in the, in the lounge and removing the plastic from the surface, saying, why have you still got the plastic on the surface? Well, it's like it's supposed in the shop and and removing the sofas to the families uh, uh, to an appalled family and just going well, you don't understand us you don't relate to us at all I I, I found it funny um, but you know, you're the purist well I no no I think it is funny in a way because I, you can imagine a stand-up comedian using that scenario um, to great effect you know you can imagine Nick Rabinovitz um, being told to to build a, a a joke around that he certainly would and. Uh, uh, but it, it's the relationship to the brand that disappoints me. Oh. Um, the jump from the jump from uh, this this cultural tension to a proposition that um, your your wimpy your world could change tomorrow. So enjoy wimpy today. That seems a big stretch to me. Not very much connected with the gag. And it does almost look as if someone's come up with a couple of gags and said, "How can we build a brand <laughs> message around these so that okay. we can use them?" All right. Accepted, accepted, accepted. Um, where does it work? Does uh, DHL's latest campaign um, excite you? Yeah, I, I think it's a difficult category to, um, to really stand out in and for the category to stand out in the bigger landscape of, of advertisements. And DHL have done a, a really good job, uh, again, over a sustained period of time. You may recall that their, their sponsorship of uh, the James Bond movie, I think it's called No Time to Die, with the 
Uh, well, that was what I think a hero last year during the course of the year. So, um, and they've they've done some nice work, and and they're not afraid of. Uh, moving away from the standard, look how many countries we go to and look how many aircraft we've got in our fleet and here's our smiling, rosy-cheeked delivery person. It's, um, they, they've, they've actually aimed this one at the e-tailers, uh, the e-commerce retailers, um, to, to say we're with you when it comes to the rate at which e-commerce has exploded and we understand that it's been very difficult for you to keep up, but we'll be there to help you. And they've, they've delivered that message in a nice kind of poetic way. I think we have the audio, don't we, Bruce? We certainly do. <laughs> I do like it. Yeah, it's a nice sort of uh, line that keep up with the clicks. And it's it's based on an, an obvious category truth. And I think that they've, they've done very well to, in effect, get the messages about international coverage and about speed and reliability and capacity over without making it sound like uh, you know, a set of financial results. Fantastic. Andy Rice, thank you very much indeed. Andy Rice with our Heroes and Zeros in, from the world of advertising on a Wednesday evening. Hero this evening, DHL Express's e-commerce, keeping up with the clicks, gets the hero wimpy. I'm sorry, you get relegated to zero status. And he's not overwhelmed by the MTN rebrand. And if you have to have a payoff line, by all means have one, but make it worthwhile.